CPA and CFP Don Cash has made it his life's work to help people like you plan their finances and achieve their retirement goals. It's time for your money and your life. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. Thanks for tuning in to Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash and myself as we talk investing, finance, retirement. What is going on, my friend? How are you in the month of August? Well, good afternoon, Mark. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah. You know, just uh, dealing Hot. with uh, <laughs> the heat. It's yeah. like, it's what they say in Boston. They say, Mark, it's wicked hot. It's wicked hot. Yes. Oh, Very much a, so. It's it's real hot. and uh, But, you know, it is July, so it's uh, to be expected. But, you know, the weeks fly by so quickly in the summer. It's mm-hmm. hard to believe July's gone. I'm with you. I am absolutely with you. It's been super hot down here as well. And just, uh, yeah, it's summertime. It is what it is. You kind of get used to it. But there, there comes a point when it's just oppressively hot every day for weeks on, you know, just, I mean, we've had it for weeks now, basically since the 4th of July. It's been a pretty strong heat wave across a good portion of the country. It takes a toll after a bit. You got to make sure you're definitely hydrating. You know, this is why I think I would have a real hard time living year round in a place like Florida or someplace where it's just yeah. hot for five months. The sticky. With no relief. At least in the evenings, often you get a break here and there where you get a cooler day or a cooler night and it's, yep. you can. You can walk and spend time outside, so it's um, it's just something you got to deal with, I guess, for a short period of time. But how's the new deck and the new pool table? Well, the deck is still not there. Uh, thank you, city county people. They decided they <laughs> they decided that before they were going to permit it, they needed to come out and do a an inspection and a septic evaluation and yada yada. And due to COVID, they're backed up and so on and so forth. So I'm still waiting on that portion. Uh, but uh, the pool table's cool, so that was a lot of fun, so that's been fun, although it's just been really hot, as we just pointed out. But other than that, it's been pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, you guys doing okay? You guys had a good uh, last couple of weeks? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's busy time of year with us, just doing stuff with the family, going to the beach, going to the pool, just, um, you know, trying to... Uh, Keep active, keep healthy, keep sane. Uh, <laughs> probably working more than normal yeah. in the summertime because often we're on vacation and we haven't gone anywhere. Although we have a trip uh, booked to uh, a place called Cape May, which oh, is uh, nice. You know, a nice, uh, a nice little city in the very southern tip of New Jersey. So, um, looking forward to that at the end of August. So that's the uh, the trip this year. Instead of leaving the state, which we're kind of constricted by with all the complex and various quarantines going on. So um, that is our plan for the remainder of the summer. And, uh, you know, just a sign of the times, right? You know, it's just the the things that we have. Well, you've got kids. My my daughter's grown and your kid, you still got kids that are school age, right? We do. And speaking of sign of the times, I mean, at this point, typically we're seeing uh, all kinds of back to school sales. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. You know, but everything's really up in the air now. And, um, you know, you don't realize so much of the economy centers around things like, uh, of course, the weather, right? Yeah. With the vacations and travels and trips abroad, which are, are canceled this year. The school year is a, a big part of that with uh, purchases and traveling and family gatherings. And of course, Christmas season is a big economic driver. But we just had our back to school meeting at our kids' school. Oh, so boy. that's something we're trying to hash out in all the protocols, the safety issues, live instruction now, getting back into what we're going to be doing with that and and sports and you know the options in case things go the other way where we're doing remote learning mm-hmm, uh, again, right. which did not go all that well. That's sort of the consensus is, um, you know, for a lot of the kids who are 
top students. They, they, they like the independence. Um, you know, certainly the kids were lonely, missing their friends. Right, and, right. Yeah, the teachers had a hard time kind of getting everything together. And uh, it's just not what what uh, schools design for. But, um, you know, we had the back to school uh, session with parents and the administration, which was good. It, and it's good to see parents again. And we haven't seen a lot of these parents in months. And I'll tell you, there's some interesting changes in people's lives. I mean, we talked about this several times with the shows, but I saw one of the dads, uh, which I hadn't seen in about four months and I barely recognized him, Mark. He lost like 60 pounds. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, he was one of these road warrior guys, you know, always on the road. He's got a big, big time executive position. So travels all the time, lives in hotels and airplanes. And probably, probably a lot of bad eating. eating with that, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Probably eating at airports, eating at restaurants a lot and not exercising, not, you know, getting enough fresh air and and uh, not sleeping well. So anyway, saw and barely recognized him. We were chatting and, you know, he hasn't been anywhere in four months working out of the house. So he was telling me he's uh, sleeping eight hours a day and he's eating at home, home cooked meals and spending time with his family. And he, he just looked unbelievably good. That's so awesome. uh, that was actually a good change. And I've heard some more of those kind of stories. So, you know, it's not all bad news, right? You, you try to make the best of the situation, but yes. The big event today, Mark, it's my daughter's 13th birthday. Oh, man. Happy birthday. Wow, that's a boy, 13. That's an age. That yep. is an age. I remember Tori's that. 13th birthday. Now, we have two teenagers and two kids in their 20s. So uh, we still have uh, the full house. The older ones are certainly more independent, doing their own thing. But she's benefiting from all of our learning and parent mistakes from the other three <laughs> kids, Mark. Uh, I hear you there. My daughter sometimes would say that. She's like, I really enjoy being the only child, but sometimes I wonder if if there had been one before me, if you guys would have made some of the mistakes on on uh, them. And I was like, what, what are you talking about mistakes? We made no mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's very cool. So congratulations. Happy birthday to Tori. Well, I suppose we should jump into our main topic, Don, now that we've kind of caught up a little bit and chewed the fat to start the month here. Have you heard this new term, the Corona purchase? Have you heard about that? You know, I have. Uh, tell me more. Well, I, I guess just basically due to boredom, right? Extra savings, uh, maybe the stimulus check. Well, I don't know, whatever the case might be, whatever reason, right? People have been using this time to uh, maybe make larger purchases, kind of maybe even kind of to the point of your your friend that you saw that lost a lot of weight. You know, people, you know, they're, they're thinking, well, I'm not spending as much eating out and running here and running there and all these kinds of things. You know, gas, obviously, you know, I've talked to many people that are like, well, I'd, I'd go three or four weeks without even using a tank of gas. Mm -hmm. And so they spending money on, well, like myself, like, uh, you know, putting up a new deck or uh, putting in a pool or maybe a new car or whatever the case is. So I was going to ask you from, you know, from the financial planner standpoint, do you think it's okay if people splurge during this kind of time or should we embrace some better financial, you know, discipline, if you will, given the future, you know, uncertainty that we see in our economic forecast? You know, it's a good question, but like most open-ended question, Mark, mm -hmm. uh, the answer to this one is um, firmly, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> True, <laughs> so, case by case, right? Not, I don't mean to equivocate, but you know, for the most part, I'll tell you, the clients that I work with, fortunately, have not suffered a significant financial hardship. That's good. Um, I know that many have, you know, indeed suffered, and, and they really need to be careful about how they spend their money and certainly preserve their savings. How 
but you know, we all need some level of frivolity, right? As a release valve. Yes. Um, you know, for some people it's shopping or sports or, or hobbies. And for me, it's always been uh, eating out or getting, indulging myself with coffee at Starbucks, and, uh, going to sporting events with my family. So, uh, you know, that's kind of like my guilty pleasure, if you will. What's your indulgence? Uh, well, I mean, I did it right. The the pool table and the deck. That's kind of usually it would be going out, but we haven't been doing a lot of that. So I kind of took the stance of, well, let's take what we would have spent on vacation or going out, and you know, spending on on its home improvements or things to enjoy staying at home more. So I guess that's kind of what got me thinking about this conversation. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good way to look at it. I mean, financial discipline is important, but so is having some fun, right? And sure. Yeah. Living life and bonding with the family. But, you know, that being said, I certainly see a lot of people spending more money uh, on larger purchases on their mm-hmm. homes. Right. And it makes a lot of sense when you think about the times that we live in. We've all spent just an inordinate amount of time in our homes over the past four months. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what stands out the most is I think what people want, Mark, is uh, two things. Extra space, right? So the home office is yeah. big, room for the kids to uh, do their homework and work, etc. People don't want the dining room table to be their home <laughs> office slash classroom yes. slash dining room table. It just, you know, creates a lot of clutter, a big mess. And it just, you know, it's just not good for clearing your mind. And the other thing I see that, uh, that people want it are uh, repairs and upgrades to their homes. Uh, it's become a big thing now. So, you know, with everyone sitting home, uh, watching a lot of cable TV and uh, these uh, HGTV shows, right? These do-it-yourself network shows where right. the house is transformed in 30 minutes or an hour. Uh, they can't stand looking at these old cabinets and wonky shower in their house or their worn out floors. And uh, it, it just, it gives you that sense to, you know, want to do something about your own home. And the bottom line is it, it just looks and feels a lot better to live in your house when it's, when it's upgraded, Right. Yeah, oh, no, definitely. I mean, I, I certainly understand that allure. I mean, that's what we've done ourselves. So besides the deck and the pool table, do you have any plans yourself to upgrade the house? Well, we had actually done the living room prior to COVID really getting ramped up. We had done that back in February. And then so this was the kind of the summer projects. And um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure where I would go next. It's always something when you own a home, right? You can always find something to do. Since our daughter is out of the house, it's just my wife and I. So the upstairs at some point needs to be remodeled, but who knows? I'll probably just plant a big garden first, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, no, it's nice to you know upgrade the home where it's something that improves the aesthetic and something you and you know you enjoy looking at. Right. You know, one of the things I can't stand is fixing something or doing some improvement that you don't really even notice, right? Like you know, putting in a new septic system. Okay? Right. So, <laughs> right. Check out what the does new that do for me? Sink. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No curb appeal it makes the house look even worse with all the you know tearing up the lawn. And, Very true. Very true. And such. So uh, you know, we've done the new garage, new driveway. Uh, new garage door that is new driveway over the past couple of years hardwood floors throughout the house oh, yeah, uh, nice. last year yeah. so that was a, a big big project but i'll tell you an experience i had with my wife recently okay so get this our refrigerator was kind of like wonky it wasn't working properly so we decided that you know it was time for an upgrade so we got a referral from our repairman uh, to a local appliance dealer and uh, before long we found ourselves when we were there 
uh, at the appliance store <laughs> shopping for uh, a new dishwasher, <laughs> a new stove, uh-huh. a cooktop, and a refrigerator. Well, they need to match, right? Of course, stainless yeah. steel, and yeah. it's amazing what these refrigerators can do nowadays. It's you know they just when I bought my refrigerator about the time when the house was was built, uh, maybe twenty years ago. Uh huh. It's lasted that long, which is good. I guess. That's great. But you know, the only thing it could do was refrigerate. I mean, <laughs> now well, it's like a, it's like a cell phone. Does anyone use it for a phone? Right. Exactly. the 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 refrigerator is just like a, a computer, and so it's got all kinds of devices for you know cooling and side compartments and little storage areas and small doors to open up if you don't want to open up the whole refrigerator. Did you get the kind that like does the shopping list thing for you when you run out of something? It automatically tells you do you need to redo the orange juice and all that kind of stuff? You know, I think you can get them like that. We yeah. didn't get into okay. that. But they're so nice. And of course, you know, you know, here I am. My my wife thinks one way, I think another way. And and I'm justifying it by uh saying to myself, well it's gonna reduce our electric bill and it's uh, <laughs> certainly energy efficient. And by the way, it looks gorgeous. Right. Uh, it fits perfectly. So, you know, we go there and we're shopping and we're falling in love with everything. And we have uh, both have weak sales resistance. And uh, the guy was very knowledgeable, which is good that was selling the products. But sure. here's get this it turns out that people were not just buying toilet paper and paper towels back in March and April, Mark. Mm-hmm. They were buying refrigerators and freezers to store all these extra products they were buying and loading up on. Yep didn't even consider that so mm-hmm. now there's like a two-month backlog to receive new appliances yes sir mm-hmm. so it is like a frenzy to get this stuff in your home like you're waiting in line so you know usually you go to the store and you're saying okay if i buy five items like the dishwasher the stove cooktop and refrigerator what kind of price can we do right how much of a discount can we get and he's like uh did you hear what i said there's no sales yep uh, probably no Black Friday sales and a two month wait. So it reminds me of when uh, years ago when I bought my first minivan when the, when the kids were small. And, uh, you know, I went online, did all the shopping, figured out the list price and what the discount could be and go to the dealer. And I said, okay, so, you know, here's what I'm willing to spend. And he said, oh, no, we, we add $2,000 to that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get the van. Right. They're, they're in high demand. And it gets back to this is just a supply and demand issue, right? So, same thing with p- pools. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know, you, I think you have one, but yeah, it was one of those situations where I, w- I was just went to my local pool place to, to pick up some salt or whatever. And they have, you know, once they sold through their inventory, because the, people were closed, right? The manufacturers were closed. So therefore, they weren't making new in-ground pools, for example, or out or above-ground pools. So there is a wait list through most of the summer to get a pool. I, you know, I can see that. Yeah. And um, and people are staying more home, home right. more yeah. often. So it plays into that uh, situation as well. But, you know, there seems to be a large amount of remodeling yep. uh, that's going on with a boom in demand for larger suburban homes, as opposed to people living in the city, mm-hmm. which is driven partly by these low, ultra low mortgage rates, right? So if you haven't refinanced yet, this is a good time to do it. The rates are under 3% for uh, a 30-year fixed rate loan, and they could be 
you know, I think two and a half percent for a 20 year loan. So right. it's just, you know, driving all this. But, you know, if you look at this, who benefits, right? Just from an economic standpoint, the homeowner benefits. So you have nicer home, higher resale value, probably. Mm-hmm. You have Maytag, KitchenAid, uh, the LG company, these what they call large value companies, both domestic and international, they benefit. The workers, wherever they are manufacturing, this stuff in North Carolina, Ohio, Tennessee, wherever it's made, along with the local economies there. Right. And the retailers, uh, maybe you're not buying it from a local retailer, but perhaps Lowe's or Home Depot, then these are what they call so-called large value companies. And the delivery companies and the installers and right. local retailers, like me, if, the, if you're buying it like I did with a, with a local person, small businesses. So it, it's just amazing you know, how businesses adapt to this stuff and they adapt to the desire that people have now for safety, speed and quality and efficiency. I mean, we made a purchase yesterday at Home Depot and they deliver everything right to the curbside, put it in the trunk. I mean, they, it, it's a, it's just incredible, you know, living at the time we do to be able to, um, to uh, see what, how the economy and how the, the, um, businesses respond to what's going on but you know it gets back to that velocity of money point that we made in the past mark mm-hmm. right it's about economic activity and there's a tremendous increase now in the supply of money with more stimulus on the way this week right likely with with uh yeah at the time uh, we're taping this yeah yep mm-hmm. with a plan that they're putting together which we'll talk about i guess on the next show yep but for the economy to be strong, we need more velocity of money from consumers and business owners. And, and velocity is really a function of confidence. So this is something that we're seeing a lot, in, in, at least in this area. Are you seeing this uh, where you are as well? Oh, yeah, very much so. And it's, it, you know, you can kind of liken it back to, uh, you know, the Lion King song, if you'd like. It's the circle of life. Well, it's the circle of the economy. You know, you have, you know, things have to, one affects the other and it moves through all these different phases, a lot of the things that you just touched on. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of the reasons why we have to kind of keep things uh, hopefully flowing and moving. Now, it's interesting because, you know, beginning of the year, the observation with the, the housing market is that it's very slow and it it's not, uh, it doesn't see anything that's going to be moving oh, yeah, and even right. low yeah. interest rates. People are not just, you know, they're not putting money into their homes like they were. They're not buying and selling homes. And, you know, could anyone have predicted this four <laughs> months ago right. when the pandemic started? Of course not. That's why we say it all all the time. And it's a mantra. People need to diversify, particularly their investments. You you never know who's going to be the winner or the loser in the economy, right? It could be one industry, one sector, one company. You just never know. Right. And uh, you know another thing: the success in many industries of employees working out of their home, which may continue right in the future. Yeah has driven this desire of wanting more space in a nicer environment. And um, another thing we're seeing here, at least locally, is a shortage of homes for sale. So we had even, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, we met a friend at the beach who listed their home on Friday for sale and had 24 showings and a full price offer the first day. Wow. (laughs) On the first day? On the first day. Wow. Yeah. It definitely wouldn't have happened five months ago. Low inventory. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yep. Now they're waiting for the bidding war to start, which they hope for. 
And it's funny, by the way, they don't call it price gouging when everyday people do it. They call it uh, <laughs> maximizing the value of your home or the resale right. value. That's right. They're moving to another community. So, you know, back to the question that you had about boats and new cars. I'm not a particularly a big fan of new boat purchases or new car purchases. But, you know, if you have the plenty of money, why not? Um, at least with a boat, it brings the family together personally uh, i love being on the water but you know the old boat joke right what's the happiest day of a boat yes. owner's life i am a boat owner so yes i'm fully aware <laughs> it's the first and the last day it's the, <laughs> the first day you, day you buy the boat and the first day i guess you sell the boat yeah the right? day you sell it yeah boat, boat stands for bust out another thousand <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's that's a perfect acronym right mm-hmm it's better than uh, the acronym for my football team, the Jets, which is just end the season. <laughs> right? That's a pretty good so, one, too. Yeah. So uh, ironically, you know, getting back to the home renovations, what we're seeing with that, you know, it, the spike in the home prices in the midst of this economic uncertainty, it's very reminiscent of what happened, at least in this area, after 9-11. Uh, many people back then were reluctant to travel. Right, so they reevaluated their priorities in terms of the importance of family and friends, and and even their own mortality. And at least for a period of time, they changed their behavior. So uh, it's something that we have seen before. Well, you know, again, I'm glad, I'm really glad we actually had this conversation. It kind of spiraled a little bit longer than I thought it would be, but it's a very interesting point because, as we mentioned, you never know what's going to kind of create, you know, the the movement in the economy. And so this Corona purchase idea, if you will, spending money uh, during the pandemic, maybe spending large purchases is certainly interesting. And I hope that folks uh, picked up a useful nugget or two of that. And if you have questions about how you're planning, how you're budgeting, how you're doing things for retirement, you know, as always, you can make sure to, well, we ask you to make sure that you reach out to a qualified professional before you take any action on anything you hear on this show or any other. And you can reach out to Don at 800-664-1183. That's 800-664-1183. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you choose. You can simply type in your money and your life in that app in the search box, or you can go to Don's website, donaldcash.com. That's donaldcash.com, and you can find all the pertinent information there. And uh, we'll wrap it up this week. We'll go ahead and get out of here so we can kind of try to keep these a little bit short. But before we do, we'll, we'll jump to a little getting to know you. We like to do these from time to time. Don, would you rather make twice as much money in the next year or make the same amount of money while only working half as much? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. I have not uh, heard that Getting one before. Getting deep on you. Yeah. You know, it reminds me of a, a survey that was done. I, I just heard someone talk about this on the radio last week. Uh, the, they asked, would you rather earn $150,000 a year if you knew all your friends earned $180,000? Mm-hmm. Or would you rather earn $120,000 <laughs> if you knew they earned $90,000? What do you think they said? I, I imagine most people wanted to earn more. Amazingly, they would rather earn one hundred twenty thousand dollars if it meant outperforming their friends. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's weird, right? I mean, competition, I competition. Right? People just feel like they want to be doing better than than everyone else. Keeping up with the Joneses, right? Or yeah, keeping up or doing better than the Joneses. Yeah, you true, want to be true. the Jones? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I think I would rather earn the same mark and work half as much. To answer your question, there's okay. so many things that I'd like to do, but it, it seems like I just run out of time, right? It's just, you know, it's uh, maybe I'm just fooling myself. I mean, com- compared to 50 or 100 years ago, 
you know, now we have email and internet and, and uh, all kinds of time-saving devices like washing machines, dishwashers, dryers, and, and fast food and home delivery of food. And it seems like uh, still we, we seem to be running out of time and, and rushing a lot. So at this point, I think I'll go for the time over the money if it's something that you could uh, guarantee for me right now. That's actually a really good way to end the show and think about that. So we have all these modern conveniences to make life easier, yet we seem to have less time. So very good. Poignant thoughts to think on. We're going to wrap it up this week. Thanks so much for your time here on the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us at donaldcash.com. Again, on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you choose, and go to donaldcash.com. Don, my friend, have a great week, and happy birthday to the little one, and I will talk to you soon. All right, Mark, I'm off to the birthday party. Stay Nice and cool and uh, dry. (laughs) There you go. Stay safe and sane, and we'll see you next time, folks, here on Your Money and Your Life with Don Cash. Investment advisory services offered through Donald W. Cash & Associates, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of New Jersey.